This match is now officially a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Who's got the witty thing to say this week? I don't. I don't. Not Ethan does because he has to learn how to do that. Okay, I got I got something. Um, so if you people notice, the thing is failure to capitalize, and I was talking to Clint about this earlier, and so I was looking up synonyms because I wanted to give a nod to FTR because that's the only thing that uh, AEW decided to capitalize on last night on Dynamite was continue the momentum of it. FTR from returning at the pay-per-view. So I was going to say failure to realize because realize is a a synonym of capitalize, but it gets a little bit lost in the muddle. Otherwise they didn't do dick coming off a really good pay-per-view. So me and my girlfriend were talking today about like the idea that I've been springing off both of you guys. Hey, what's up dad hat. Um, And we were thinking of like, t-shirt ideas and one of her friend came up with was like you got they have that match tlc you should replace the l with h so it'd be thc and i was like well what that stand for and the only thing that popped into my head was tables hymens and chairs helicopters Ooh, a tables and a chair match on a helicopter would be pretty fun isn't it tetrahydrocannabinol (laughs) what ethan isn't it tetrahydrocannabinol is that actually what THC stands for? You've you got way too sciencey. We were we were doing a bit. Yeah. Speaking of bits, we're doing wrestling my, stuff. Take, like my my name's Clinton Davis. You can find me at PK Batman on Twitter. To my right, I'm Ethan. You can find me at Jensen Collins three on Twitter. And beneath us, the boss man, the owner of On a Forklift Podcast, the twenty four karat lion, Jeremiah Goldman. You can find us at On a Forklift Pod on Twitter, On a Forklift Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and Spotify, On a Forklift Wrestling Pod on Twitch, and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. on UPN. Right before Whose Line Is It Anyway reruns. Oh, God. Those are what I fell asleep to for many of years. They're so was, good. Was that you still Star can. Trek? You like still yeah, can. I believe it's still on syndication. Where yeah, but you can always just turn it on Netflix. Or HBO or whatever it's on now. That's cheating because then you don't wake up to a Buzz Ballads commercial at 3 a.m. Dude, the Time Life albums, loved them when it's coming on. It's got 70 songs scrolling on the thing. 90 of them I haven't heard of. I know that there's 70 songs and you haven't heard of 90 of them. Okay, really good. Uh, Mr. Mr. Oh, yeah, Tennessee, known for their Kentucky Fried Chicken. The funniest thing I have ever said. The funniest thing I have ever said. Fucking dingus. I have never made Kevin cry outside of that. And he thought I meant it. You know what was almost worth crying about? What's that? The the just letdown that Wednesday night felt from Well let's let's give everyone the full experience that we got. Let's go over the highs that was AEW Revolution. Can I can I real quick in the defense of AEW, like I, I didn't I didn't watch it. But, like, I do want to point out, like, so, like, Monday Night Raw was, like, really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, I, f- I feel like that could be also just just adding some bias either because, like, good pay-per-view, right? Banger Raw, so you're expecting a huge delivery, like, 
out. I, I, I don't know. Hold on, I'm, we got I'm, a big question here. What did you guys think of the JCW March Madness? Two GCW shows at the Incredible Showboat Hotel, Pro Wrestling Revolver, New Japan 51st Anniversary, New Japan Cup kicked off, DDT, TGPW, and Yokohama. Dead Pro Re- Deadlock Pro Wrestling aired, and that's a lot of other stuff I can't find anyone else who watches. Uh, do we watch everything? Speaking of everything. Ah. Seasons greetings, gentlemen. I did catch a bit of Drew Parker's match from GCW over the weekend, so it's uh, worth it. It was I his watched, final death match in the U.S. I watched the uh, Viking Del Hinga. I can't pronounce his name to save my life. Yeah, I watched his match. It was oh, phenomenal. He's really good. He's really, good. He's really good. good. But hey, while we got everyone here, uh, Russ, you weren't a part of it because you weren't on the show last week. Damn. Fuck you. You know what? He actually, he actually like he could have just... You, you weren't on the show last week, so therefore you were not a part of predictions. But the AEW revolution results are... is a three-way tie. We all got 11 points. We all got two matches wrong. How many points would I have had? You would have had 12, so you would have won. Yeah. So I'm going to appeal really quickly to the uh, the owner of the show, Jeremiah, here. Ooh. I Ooh. dropped I dropped in the group chat. I was unable to make the, the day show of. last week. The day of the show. The day of the show. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember there ever being uh, bylaws here that stated when uh, predictions had to be in. My, by the way, my predictions hadn't changed in over a week, and I'm pretty sure I communicated some of them at lead up. But anyway, the day of, Jeremiah, I submitted my picks, and I even submitted my, my Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock. Now, I'm not looking for the win here. I'll take the one-point penalty. I'll make it a four-way tie. But, but for Clint here to act as though there, there is no latitude being given, I mean, that, that's just... It, it's if, just I, if I wanted to, and, and this is coming from a, cha- from a challenge point on this, if there was a challenge, you did submit your picks after the first match had already started. Therefore, your one-point penalty would occur on the first match, which is a non-title bout and would still levy just a tie. Which I also was wrong on anyway. I, I also did Yeah, which he was wrong on. So here's so you know what? Here is the here's the agreement I'm willing to make. I'm gonna I I, I was I was just gonna like lay down like the, the dick hammer and be like, no, nah, we're in a four way tie. Like it it, That's listen, fine. it 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 doesn't make my three way tie feel any worse or any better. <laughs> so here's how we're gonna do predictions. This is how we're gonna settle this. We're having a tournament. Both nights of WrestleMania, we're going to all make predictions for. <laughs> Night one will be me and Russ going at it and Ethan and Jeremiah going at it. And the winners oh, of man. both of those nights, their predictions move on to night two to determine a champion. Do we have an agreement but you, there? But then you should have the losers go at it because then you get a third yeah. place. I, oh, I was about to say, say the same that, thing. Though. See, this is, this, is the bottom, this is the bottom of the screen. We have... We're we're in lockstep here. This is do we have do we have an agreement? Is that how we're gonna yeah. do mania? I think yeah. everyone must be present for picks on that Thursday night. Okay. I'll be here. I'll be Ooh. here. Now, now I do think that as a That's, secondary thing, this is this I'll is like an here. unofficial oh. this is this isn't an, an hold, hold on, let me let me let me clear this up. Jeremiah, we can record this ahead of time and upload it Thursday morning. We will record Valid. the Tuesday night after the final raw. I, I do think that as like a secondary thing that we put no weight in at all. We do it almost like uh, like soccer or hockey rankings where you give points. So even if like the first night, say like I get my doors blown off, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like horrific. But then I murder night two. 
that we still keep track of the overall points off on the side. And it doesn't matter because in the, in the bracket style, you know, mm-hmm. you got to put up or shut up, but it would be nice to kind of track those as well. Just deal? throw it out there. Just throw it out there. You know, deal. Okay. Everyone scissor in the middle. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, there it is. There we go. Yep. All right. Everyone's scissoring yeah. in the middle. All right. We are in an agreement. Yeah. So, the Tuesday, bef- the Thursday before Mania, we will have our picks up on YouTube where we will determine who the champion is going to be. Because, Ethan, you- it was like kissing your sister to get a tie. Wow. My sister would absolutely beat the dog shit out of you. I know she would. Wow. 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 Man. But let's talk I- revolution. The revolution. <laughs> the revolution. Oh, it's come back. Speaking, you know what? Speaking, I blame the, the ass boys. I just, I still want to throw that out there. I blame the ass boys mm-hmm. for being unpickable in that match, and them and winning. Yet I picked them. Yeah, exactly. that like, makes it worse. Like because like you had faith in the ass boys. I, I mean, didn't have no. I had I didn't have faith in the ass boys. I had a lack of faith in booking. Is what it in the booking for that match. However. Now that we see where that's going, it makes a little bit more sense. So I'm not as upset about the way that it shook out. I'd rather have the acclaimed versus FTR. Um, I think you could get that down the line. Interesting yeah. thing. I I don't know if you guys uh, saw this, yeah. if, you, if you listened to it or not. But so Dax on his podcast said this week that uh, the reports of them signing, of FTR signing a long-term deal were not true. Um, mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't out and out deny it. He said, he's not going to, uh, confirm it or deny it, but said that they had not made a decision. He's like, it, it doesn't make any sense for me to, to crap on the report, but at the same time, like nothing's changed and said that, uh, he's, he said, I don't know if it was because Tony was listening to the show or what, and heard me mention the fact that, uh, cash and I were, you know, healed up and ready to go or what, but he, he said something to the effect of like four days or six days before the pay-per-view they get the call from Tony to, to come in on a private plane, have a private locker room for the first time since they've been in AEW and like go about it. So it's kind of wild. They're trying to give them everything they can to keep them. As they, they don't, the, the thing as is they, they might, not, they might not even go to WWE again. They might fucking just sail off to new Japan. They might sail off to fucking impact. But yeah. can't they do new Japan while in AEW like that? And yeah. they could do impact. They could go to CML, CMLL too, which that would put a damper on the AEW New Japan shit. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like when like when you're thinking about the contract negotiations now, you got to look at like actual things, though, right? Like in AEW, you can go work at majority of those places while under your contract. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And do the double dip shit, right? So like. The only place you're going if you're not in AEW is is back to fucking Connecticut. Like it's reality. It's interesting. It's interesting too because like this was three episodes ago. I think on his show, he said something about the fact that like it was always kind of misinterpreted that that they were totally hunter guys, and that uh, I, I don't remember the full details at this point, but like that that was kind of a misconception right. that was out there. Which I thought was also interesting. He did say though that when they make the decision, it's about happiness. And then noted that like AEW gives him a really family friendly schedule. He gets to go do TV and then fly right home. WWE isn't giving you that. 
I don't, I don't exactly, unless you're not going to have to do the house show circuit, you're just going to be able to fly in for like raw or fly in for SmackDown. But then they'd also have to split up the, the tag belts too. So anyway, this isn't to derail the, uh, the revolution show. Well, yeah, it's, let's... it's interesting. And, and them coming back is cool. Like if nothing else, if all you get now is one more month of FTR and AEW, like they're going to make it a hell of a month. Let's kick into the opening match on Revolution, which was Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho with Jericho Appreciation Society being banned from ringside. I thought this was the right opener. It it, fin- it ended the right way. Like, there was one of two yeah, openers here. It was this one or it was the trio's title. And I feel they kicked off with the good one. Like, I thought the trio's titles were great. We'll get to that in a minute. But I thought this was the right start to the pay-per-view. was yep. to put over an AEW homegrown talent over a big established star. I agree with that. And there's something on when we get to Wednesday night that I do want to touch on regarding Ricky Starks, but we'll mm-hmm. save that for the dynamite. Yeah. Any thoughts on this match guys? I thought it was just a hot opener. Got the crowd up and ready for everything else to come. It was the right thing. Like it was, it was, it was a rare example of good booking. Like, you, you you gave the poosh, you lit the rocket, like now you just like I mean like, here's the thing, right? Like they're so I don't know, like it's it's the correct booking, my opinion, but like it's one of those like I want to get excited for it, but like any like AW's really good at lighting rockets. Mm-hmm. They're not really good at watching them go into the sky and explode. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah, correct. <laughs> You're correct. The the issue that I, ha- I I was happy that this was the first match, although um, overarching concept for the night that was true is that uh, the zero hour show only having one match I think it was only one right I don't mm-hmm. unless I missed one yeah, earlier than so that was just one. instead of you getting three or four matches that kind of tire you out that feel sort of like flying through a rampage I think it ultimately paid dividends for them during the show because you didn't have that same kind of level of crowd fatigue that you typically get on the last two or three matches of the night. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that worked out for them pretty well. Also, it was on the West Coast. It was earlier uh, versus mm-hmm. what you would get on, you know, in, in a, a normal like Northeast or Midwest market. But the Jericho thing, I just wanted to be done. And so it was good to kind of get that match out of the way. Um Honestly, though, like they they had the one match on TV that like could have been the end of the whole thing when Starks beat him. So I, this was all kind of unnecessary. This was like weeks of unnecessary, and it it didn't leave Starks any hotter. It actually cooled him off considerably from mm-hmm. where he was at with MJF. So good that it's done. I don't really know if there's much value in the Jericho rub for somebody like Starks. I think there's more value in that for a an even younger guy, which is where that action is fun. Yeah, but like I I just. At this point, like this could be a down the line thing, but I almost want to jog my my thoughts here and, and you guys as well at some point of like who's a who's a lower to lower mid guy with upside who could benefit from the Jericho rub because guys like Starks or Hobbs or whatever, like they're we they're can, beyond that now. We can get to that after no, let's let's run through the pay-per-view and we no, can get I know to stuff I, like I, meant, that I meant for like weeks. I meant yeah. for like for weeks down the line. It's just yeah, like we that. can talk about that after we go over the pay-per-view because we'll get sidetracked and not go over anything else. I know us. I swear to God, Clinton, if I forget my sidetrack, I'll be so angry. That's cool. It's it's one it's one time we can all forget <laughs> shit. I'm trying to keep us on track for once. Everyone's picks for that match. Me, Jeremiah, and Ethan all picked Ricky Starks, while Russ picked Jericho. 
Why would you do on. that to yourself, Russ? That's horrible. I really thought he was going to put himself over. Moving on to the next match, we had the final burial match between Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Christian. Jungle Lad! Jungle Lad. Fucking Jungle Boy finally growing the cojones, hitting the concerto, throwing Christian into the coffin, waiting a full 17 hours before closing the casket and it dropping like a bag of bricks. Kissed him on the head. Mm-hmm. It was... Like, I, I get the whole thing. It was, like, I think it was seven years to the day that Luke Perry died was when this match took place. Or it was, like, the day after some shit. So the whole standing over there, looking up at the sky, looking up to his dad, looking down at his AEW father figure, finally getting it done. I understood why they took so long. But also, it probably took so long to make sure that that coffin wasn't going to fall at a rate that would hurt Christian. <laughs> Co- it was an okay match. It was it was fine. It's mm-hmm. done. It's finally done. It's done. That's the best thing I can say about it is that it's done. Is this an example of like one of those um the the lack of flexibility on Tony Khan's part to like let a storyline die? Like he it, it's almost like in the way that WWE just kind of lets things peter out and you'd never get closure to them. Tony Khan's like committed to like six months down the line or like four what yeah, it was like almost six months, right? Since mm-hmm. Christian tore his uh, his elbow up last year. Yeah, because it was all out was to, when they had like that two-minute match. To go back in and like restart the thing again just to get you the, the closure that probably would have happened months and months ago. So, that happened well, when he beat Luchasaurus in that cage match. Who apparently can't appear on TV because of the mask thing? Did you see this? The That no, he's being what? sued? Luchasaurus apparently... Uh, the per- there's there's apparently somebody who claimed... Somebody claimed that that mask was their intellectual property. And so apparently there's a lawsuit right now that might be keeping Luchasaurus off of TV or off of performing with that mask. So, Oh, shit. No, I did not hear about that. He should come out in an inflatable dinosaur costume. Yes. <laughs> fuck it. Oh, fuck, give me one second here. Keep- no, it does make you wonder, though, because like he, him not being part of it after being a, you know, one of the three pieces of the, the whole thing between those two is strange. I think, I think Tony just likes to... Like it, it's a he likes to do the opposite of what like the Fed does, but like B, when they have something that's good that like people like, like he likes, you know what I mean? He wants to run that through, and so I, I, I don't hate it. Like you get closure. Like it's it's not like a story. Like it's I wanted closure for it. I wanted it earlier though, like months ago. Yeah. So everyone's picks for that match. Uh, I th- we all had Jack Perry. Good job on Dude. everyone. Dude. Next the match, God, the Goderator. Oh, is LT here? Yes. Oh, is he redeeming Big Papa Puffs? No. Uh, oh, he's, he's subscribed for ten months. Thank you, buddy. We love you. Damn, our, that's a that's a commitment. The next match on the card was the House of Black versus the Elite for the trios championships. And what I believe. Like, there were three really, really, really good matches on this card, and this was one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that clip of Buddy Matthews kneeing the shit out of Nick Jackson for the rest of my life. <laughs> at at the one end of, the... of this. No, what's up? Sorry. No, I was like, that's one of the best knees I've ever seen. Like, fuck Kenny yes. Omega's V-Trigger. Buddy, Ma- Buddy Matthews owns the fucking knee. That's amazing. We're at the, the end of this match, that. and I'm sitting in my living room, and I'm on the edge of my fu- I'm on the edge of my fucking recliner, and I'm like, 
they're not going to do I said, don't, don't fucking put them away. They're going through that whole process at the end and the bucks are outside the ring. Everybody's in the ring. Malachi's, you know, uh, he's right there. He's getting ready to finish it off. Brody and buddy get pulled out of the ring. And I'm like, the motherfuckers are they're fucking, they're going to put themselves over again. And then that little extra two minutes made that thing so much better for me. I love that. That was so good. As we all know, my favorite match stipulation that isn't a specialty is a trios match. And this was phenomenal. I loved every second of this match. The fucking whole Malachi and Kenny sitting down and just doing the thing at each other. That was great. Buddy Matthews getting some time to shine. Brody King just being a whole murder fuck machine. Like Julia Hart being integral. Julia Hart. Being great as a fucking valet for them. Eating that V trigger. That was good. Eating the shit out of it. There was there was one thing that initially upset me about this match. And then I got over it really quickly. Mm-hmm. All these times that you watch Brody, uh, and not this match, but traditionally Brody has not only shown that he's got the ability to be the big bruiser, but like he's shown the quickness, like the quickness that you don't expect. And in this match, he didn't really show that. They kind of no. turned him into more of a plodding big man, which at first I was like, well, this is kind of dumb. Like, you're hindering what he can do. And then I thought about it a little bit more, and it's like, well, comparatively, when you're in there with Buddy, who can fly at a million miles an hour, and Kenny, who can do that, and the Bucks, who can do it, it almost makes more sense to make him this kind of, like, menacing change of pace guy. And he was just, like, uh, you, you guys know me. I love the House of Black. I did not want them to go after the trios titles when they came back. I wanted each of these guys to get an individual run at Malachi at the top. And, you know, maybe Brody going after the, the all Atlantic and buddy going after the TNT. But if they're going to build this division around these guys, get them a little away from like the Bray Wyatt, spooky, wookie, wookie stuff. And just like, let them go out and be badasses. Like this is about as good as it could be. I want them to go on a long dominant kick-ass run that eventually gets to them to like the Blackpool combat club or something and just have bangers for like three months. This was good though. This was really, really good. That was a great point about Brody though. It gave the team a three dimensional look to it instead of just everybody being speeders in the match. And it showed a lot of range in Brody as well, which if you've watched his career, you know, he has, but. All seven people involved in this match played their roles very, very well. And this is a match I can't wait. Like, I already gone back and revisited it. It's a great trios match, and it's probably the best one that they've done since introducing the trios titles. Like this yeah, should have been your this should have been your finals all the time ago. Yeah. To Russ's thing though. So like right now, you like as cool as that would be to have like the, the three run. You know what I mean? Where they're going for like three solo belts. That roster's so deep, and like they yeah. like they, they need to have like a good year and a half run with these trios, get like super established. Then you could do that. You know what I mean? Like right, like right now the roster's just too like you gotta. Here you go. Get over with this spot. Boom. When it the interesting thing too is, FTR's return actually kind of helps this entire thing. It does. Because, and it's amazing how one team. This is some CM Punk fix... bullshit. No, no, no. no. Okay. Just, okay. I think I know exactly. It's, amaz- it's amazing how one team can fix two divisions. Because going into this, you're thinking if FTR is gone, the tag division's very, very light, right? It, it would desperately need the Young Bucks to go back, which then depletes part of your trios division. 
what you have now because FTR comes back in and hopefully signs long-term and like they go on another run with the belts is you don't necessarily need the Bucks in the tag division. But at the same time, they could go or they could stay in the trios division. And if you get, get the elite into a cool program with House of Black, like let them do that for a little bit. Not a best of seven series, but like let that happen or let the Bucks go back to the tag division for a little bit and let Kenny have a singles run. Well, removing that one trio doesn't really change a whole lot. It doesn't make it a negative, and it kind of allows you to see what we saw on Wednesday. Jericho Appreciation Society kind of wading into the trio's waters. You see the BCC kind of wading in. Like, all of a sudden, you're just able to shift things a little bit. It makes a more cohesive plan on on both sides. CM Punk, though. Nah, just Fuck off. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone picked House of Black for that match. Russ used his forklift certified on that match. The next Work match, me, Daddy. The next match on the card was Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Ruby Soho in a triple threat match in what I believe to be the weakest match on the card. Jamie Hayter wins with a roll up on Ruby Soho, but the match really didn't matter because it was all about who Ruby Soho was going to side with. And she sides with, yeah, and she sides with the Page people. Mm -hmm. What do they paint on people? The letter L for loser. Okay. Like, like the only, like I saw a clip, but like, I didn't see him do like the L part of the L and I just saw him paint lines and I was like, they're playing tic-tac-toe. I was like, it's really lame. Like, why are you just painting a straight line? They're really big fans of the seminal masterpiece, all-star by smash mouth. Okay. Like, I was like, if it was yellow and on the back, it makes sense, but okay. Have you uh, seen that some people have been referring to them as the new women's order? Makes me. I'm serious. I hate it. Makes me makes me laugh a little bit. Well, they went with the outsiders. They've been saying the outsiders, the new women's order. I mean, there have been worse names. For what it's for what it's worth. This was the best match in AEW. It's not hard to be because the other two were really not good, but this was her best match. And it helps when you put her in there with two really two safe workers and two good workers as well. I really have nothing else to add on to this match or the segment afterwards. I think the women's division needs help. We can get to that once we get to the sole women's match on International Women's Day this past Wednesday. We'll get to that. But everyone on this, uh, everyone for this match, uh, I believe we all picked Jamie Hader. Yes, and Ethan used his forklift certified on Jamie Hader. Did anybody miss Jade Cargill being on this pay per view? Yes, I did. We I can get to Jade that Cargill later. We can get to that later. I, I missed Jade. I really did. Uh, the next match was my personal pick for match of the night: uh, Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley, Texas Death. I loved it. I loved every second. This match was so brutal and violent and bloody, and they kept using more and more shit that I didn't even think of, and I loved every fucking second of it. So far, my match of the year. And I love the ode at the end when he hangs fucking Moxley. There's a soft spot in my heart for that. Yes, for having seen the original. For seeing the original hangman, like seeing Hangman take his moniker back and win the match that way, coming back as the Hangman, this fucking rough and tough, anxiety-ridden Texan. I loved it. Where I loved is, it. Where is Russ at with the take that you sent us in the chat? 
Which take? The Moxley going to the corner and coming out bloody when he did not. Yeah, that's the fucking stupidest thing. Hold on. That was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. It is the fucking stupidest thing. I listen. At this point, the amount of cuts that Moxley's taken, the amount of scar tissue he has, he should have a couple of spots on his face that you whack and it busts him open, right? I don't know how the fuck this guy doesn't have it. But if you're going to do this kind of match... Great skincare routine. Yeah, that's it. Neutrogena. He's a Neutrogena guy. If you're going to do this kind of match, right, under no circumstances can you have Hangman wrap his hand in barbed wire, which is stupid, but, like, wrap his hand in barbed wire, and then... Scratch it across your head, right? He's flossing your head. No blood. Nary a scratch, nary a mark. Hangman puts him in the corner, starts stomping him, walks away. I'm like, he's going to fucking blade. Walks away. The ref starts to walk away. The camera pans away. Ooh, what's Mox doing? And then they do a cutaway, and you can see the little thing thing. This, he has like a little, uh, little jimmy there with the little blade. And he, you could see him go like this, and then you see him toss it away. And I'm like, if if I'm supposed to suspend disbelief, right? If I if I'm if I'm supposed to, there are other things in this match. There are things in that ring that are supposedly sharp. Why do you need a blade to get that job done? Especially if the spot before it is running barbed wire across the forehead. It was so dumb, and I think. Otherwise, I wouldn't notice it. If it weren't for the fact that Moxley blades on every show, I might not notice it. If it weren't for the fact that he's been caught on camera, I don't know, three straight weeks on Dynamite, blading on TV, maybe it wouldn't be like something that I'm not even really looking for. But because he does it all the time, it's just like, it's such a joke. Why? Why, 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 why? That also, that's also a big knock on the television production as well. Like, if you like, let those guys know that spot is coming and don't cut to him while he's doing something like that. The only, the only beef I had with this match at all is at one point pages in a submission Moxley's got him held and he reaches over and he's fingertips away from a brick, grab the brick and fucking throw it back at him. That is the yeah. only thing that I have. Cause it made sense to do it in the moment. And I'm just the otherwise I don't really. I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was, I loved ever. you guys can't talk me out of loving this match. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to, yeah, this match was great. So I'll explain what happened to me Sunday because no one was feeling good, so we didn't watch this show together. I watched it at home. My girlfriend was here. She was sick. So I turned RuPaul on the television for her. So I just fired up the pay-per-view on my little tablet. And at that point during that match, I had to look at her. I was like, get the fuck off me. And I had to sit up and just stare at my tablet and just watch everything. The little hand stomping with the brick. Get the fuck off me. I fucking loved it. Like, yeah, get off me. This match is great. Not women's rights day yet. I'll treat nope. you really. I treat you really good every day, and I'm gonna. Treat we talk you so much about women's rights, but we never talk about their wrongs. Oh God, don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that, is, that is that is that is a Clinton view, not not Ooh, mine or yeah. this podcast. Ooh, that's right. Ooh, uh, no, that's right. Yeah, you know, no, Clint, no, Clint no. you're in timeout for ten seconds. Take yourself out for ten seconds. We stand in solidarity with all the women of the world. Oh, I stand with all the women. I stand with all the women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He, he, you standed with them. That I stay the most. I say some really misogynistic shit, but I never meet a goddamn word of it. This match was fine. 
It was I okay. It. I hate the fork. I genuinely hate the fork. I hate the fork in every match where there's ever a fork. I don't I love like the it. fork. That what was great. Used, what if they used a spork? A spork would be fine. It'd be funny. Do it in Canada. Do it at the Winnipeg show, and, and I have no beef. Uh, all I'm going to say is I love this fucking match. It's a 10 out of 10 for me, and I'm going to rewatch it a whole bunch this year. Everyone picked Hangman for this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we move on to our next one. Uh, which was because, oh, it was Wardlow versus Samoa Joe for the TNT title. This was probably Russ's least favorite match on the show. No, Moxley. <laughs> no. Uh, really? Why, what? Why was this my least favorite here? match? Why was this? I don't know. This one match? didn't strike me as a Russ match. I love Samoa Joe. I know you I do. love Wardlow. Why would I know you, you love do. This match? You didn't love it, it the first time they went at it. I didn't. I still didn't like it. This was okay. The I don't think these two have good chemistry in the ring together. I don't no, I don't see it. No, I it's I don't I don't think it's it. I I don't think they have it. It ain't there for me either. Like, please move on. Just let Samoa Joe do the shit down the Ring of Honor for now to get that brand well and established because they need someone down there like him. I like my I like my Wardlow's delivering power bomb symphonies and Joe is not Joe Joe is great. Joe can do anything. Joe could take a powerbomb symphony. Just Joe's not going to take the kind of powerbomb symphonies I want to watch. No. Like, it's you really know? hard for... It's really, I, like, I, no body shaming here, but it's really hard to get someone up like Joe because he's, like, stocky. A massive human being. He's he's stocky. That's why he's playing Sweet Tooth. He's the, guy, the only guy who can fit the body style of Sweet Tooth. Joe has he's, filled the Miro-sized hole different. in my heart. Like Joe, Joe, Joe has has filled the mural role of mm-hmm. being the guy who could just be the the dude who mows through people for months on end, and it's entirely credible. I'm actually mm-hmm. kind of sad that Joe's gone. I'm sad that Joe's going to to ROH. I I've enjoyed so much of what he's done with the King of Television uh, angle that like I I don't I don't want that to go away. I'm 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 sad that it's over. And the the big issue is if you had asked me to make a pick on this match and a pick on who was going to win on Wednesday, it went down the exact same way that I expected it to. Mm-hmm. And what you've now done is you've created a necessity for Wardlow to go away again because you, you I mean, you neutered him. Well, do you he think wins, like he, look, he wins the title and then on dynamite, he, we'll, we'll, he we'll loses to Hobbs, and you can't you can't flip the belt back to Wardlow next week. Like Hobbs I, has to do something no. with it now. So, like, Russ, I've got a theory on that, but we'll talk about that when we get to Dynamite. As for this match, you think it's punishment? No, no, no. I don't think it's a punishment at all. Oh, okay. I don't think it's a punishment at all. Okay, but this match was fine. Wardlow okay. wins after choking out Joe. Uh, this is where we all differed on picks. Uh, I had Joe. And so did Russ, and so did Ethan. I but did Jeremiah not. had Jeremiah had that it is his forklift certified. I did. I soloed that and got it. Like so, like I just want to point out, like asterisks. We all tied. Mm-hmm. I'm baller though, and like yes, Russ. Wh- wh- before you have a all, fucking aneurysm. Did you notice what uh do you notice what Wardlow choked out Joe with? A rear naked choke. Uh-huh. Which is something that Joe usually does, right? Yeah. No, Joe. Did you notice did you notice did you notice how uh MJF 
submitted Danielson with Danielson's hold. Yeah. Yes. Is there a is there is there a parallel? Are we building to something here, guys? No, I is think that, you're just is that a coinky dink? Is moving that a coinky dink? Seriously? Moving on, next, moving on to the next match. We have the tag title match between the guns, the acclaimed team TNA, and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Who is the who, who did you pick, Clinton? Team TNA. You thought Jeff Jarrett was gonna win a title on yeah, that was, that was yeah, really yeah, I did. And I we'll get to that later. We will get to Jeff Jarrett and some gold later. He gonna win. But but this was a fun tag match. Not like I'm accustomed when I watch AEW pay-per-views that the tag match is gonna steal the show. This did not. Every time I watch an AEW pay-per-view, normally the tag match is either the best match or the second best match on the card. I don't even put this in the top three. I think this is probably the weakest tag match they've had on pay-per-view. Well, so like in a lot of those tag matches that you're referring to in in yesteryear, mm-hmm. the Bucks were involved, but they, they were in the trios match, and that was fire. Well, I gotta say to that is the Queen acclaim D. versus uh, Strickland and Lee was great um, on both yeah, shows like, that they did. But, like but, but it's not. But that list has a lot of Bucks on that list. It does. It's got a lot of Hangman and Adam Page. It's got a lot of, uh, not a lot of, but it's got some Scorpio Sky. There hasn't been many tag team champions. And Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus got a defense on pay-per-view too. There's a big part of this too, though, that that, you can't overlook. And it's typically in the matches where you hold up as like the best AEW tag matches, there's at least one incredibly experienced team, right? The reason that Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal were in this match is because they needed to 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 run traffic. Mm-hmm. Like they they had to dictate that entire match. They needed somebody with experience because and, and this is I think the the issue with this match not being fully believable or like that that it felt like such a letdown is one a four way tag match on on pay per view dumb. It just doesn't make sense. But the only truly experienced tag team you had in that match was Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, who were not tag team wrestlers. Uh, so their psychology and their ability to kind of structure the match was good. It was it was critical. It was absolutely needed. But like, I, I'm not sure who I would have made the fourth team, but it highlighted why Cassidy and Danhausen were not that team. Like they, they, I think they needed one other more experienced team. It didn't have to be one that like Butcher and Blade. I know that they're not like necessarily pay-per-view caliber to some, but like there's a little bit more experience there. I think that probably would have they're made really the match good, a little bit better. I like them a lot. So they're really good. Come- and like they, they, they could be pay-per-view quality guys. They just don't haven't had a push that has like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the only thing that makes a dude like pay-per-view quality is a correct run of pushes. Like realistically. Well, We've already Sorry, covered guys. the FTR. No, you're good. you're good. No, you're good. We've already covered the FTR bit extensively. <laughs> what was that, buddy? I don't like. I don't like doing that because, like, you know, that's that's the world. I, I try to give to people, but like sometimes you gotta like facts are facts. Anybody can be the guy, like, but like I mean, there there are things that help you be the guy, but like. Look at all the guys that have been the guy, right? They're all different. Like, Daniel Bryan was the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's completely different than, like, the guy surrounding him and the guy run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Anybody can be the guy. He's got to do it right. Woo. We've, we've already been over the FTR shit extensively That's at the man. beginning of the episode. That's the man. There's We're only not going to go over it. We're not going to go over that again. Uh, the picks for this match were I had Team TNA. Jeremiah had the acclaimed. Should And won. both Ethan and Russ had <laughs> the guns. So that puts them right there. And this is what's led us to the main event. The Iron Man match between MJF and Brian Danielson. I think this is the I'm best right, Iron Man right. match in the history of professional wrestling. Which is why it's staggering and shocking that you said that the Moxley and Hangman match is the match of the year. I got, I like death matches, man. That's my thing. If you put a death match on the card, there's a very, very solid chance it's going to be my match of the night. Just saying. This match but, was incredible. This, I mean, this match... This match had every bit... I mean, not being a wrestler myself, I cannot imagine how difficult it is to prepare for a match and to look as clean and as crisp as MJF looked throughout the entirety of that match after having wrestled, I don't know, 10 matches last year, maybe fewer, maybe a couple more, certainly not many. He's not doing you know, indie bookings. He's not wrestling on TV weekly or bi-weekly. The fact that he was able to get himself in the kind of shape he needed to, to, to really go with Danielson as well as he did is unreal. It is unreal. I take nothing away from both of them. I think like from a wrestling standpoint, this was the best match on the card without question. I, the second I saw, I called it sitting in bed. The second I saw there will be no breaks in between pinfalls, I was like, MJF's going to low blow Danielson and pin him twice in a row. I was just like, yeah. that's going to happen. What I didn't call happening was MJF winning by submitting Danielson with the LaBelle lock. Because I thought this whole time he was going to be working over his arm for the salts of the earth arm bar. Mm-hmm. But no, he tapped Danielson out with his own move. Eight minutes into overtime. This match went 68 minutes. MJF's longest match ever. I don't know if this is Danielson's. I know he was in the greatest Royal Rumble ever, but I think this might be his longest singles match ever. He had a 75-minute match. He did? Okay. Was that on pay-per-view? I think it was in Ring of Honor. Okay. Doesn't count. I I can't tell you if it was on pay-per-view. So, like, this match was phenomenal. Ten minutes is hard to remember. In Iron Man matches, it's really hard to keep your fans' attention for that full hour duration. But these two had no issue with it whatsoever. They did a great job. Like, it didn't slow down a bit. There was the controversy with MJF throwing the drink on the kid. We all thought it was a plant. It was not a plant. Yeah. 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 So he'll work there. I'm not for that. I don't, I'm not. Especially to kids. Like, you want to do that to an adult, fine. But leave kids alone at a show. Uh, for what it's Come worth, on. AEW warns you, right, right, when right. you go to the show, yeah. it says, you know, whatever it says. And it says, you may be involved in the show. But they you got to be careful. warning and shit. It's but, but the careful Don't, don't you dare. Oh, this is. This I'll, I'll go over it. I agree. I agree. This is a bitch take. No, no, it's not a bitch oh, take. Because I'm going to just say it right then and there. He didn't know what was in that drink. Who the fuck cares? Here's the thing. Be a responsible parent. All right. If you're going to take your kid, if you're going to take your kid, if you're going to take your kid to a show, all right, and you're in the front row, I have to assume 
that you know what the show is. And if you don't, by the way, that mom <laughs> points to that mom for taking her kid to the show. That's awesome. That's great. So that's that's fun parenting. And if she doesn't watch wrestling, she took her son because she was like she wanted to do something cool and have a special moment with her son. That's awesome. Like good on her. Good on the kid. You have to be aware of what's going on. And if that was straight vodka, which some reports said it was, first of all, it's a nice big vodka by that lady. Very nice. It's also at the end of the show, maybe not the best idea to like go down a full cup of tequila before you hit the road with your kid in the car. I don't know. I'm just saying. What but if her husband was driving? I didn't see her husband. Was her husband there? Apparently, uh, her and her husband were both there because they all three got taken backstage. Well, you know, good, right, good well, on hear, all. Hear me out. Hear me out real quick. Clint. All right. So I like I'm like I didn't see this, right? But I'm going to assume that MJF didn't just grab this lady's vodka and was like, I don't like this child, and just threw vodka on him, right? Like, I'm going to assume Oh no, that's almost that's exactly <laughs> what happened. He did. That's no, exactly what happened. Exactly this what kid pause. This kid didn't yell anything. This kid didn't No, he was talk. sitting no, there with his foot no, up. The kid, the kid looked like he was actually like about to fall asleep. Like he was oh, like, no, it was, it was a long night of wrestling. Let me reenact this. Right, here we go. I am. MJF's hand comes over, does this. Now I'm the kid. Here's the kid's POV. Just fucking launched everything in the cup. At him. Well, he he launched it across. And then he, I thought he launched it like across the kid's torso, but still. But well, yeah, no, that, that is child. When, when you're like, when you're like, it's not like he did this. No, it is. That, that, that is exactly what he did. Well, oh, you, you so just like, explained I, I it. I had this whole spiel, like, you know, like, like, listen, man, you got to learn every once in a while there are consequences to your actions, but no, if he was just like chilly, no, okay, yeah, no, kind of, you know what, actually, no, I'm kind of now with Clinton on this one, <laughs> like, that's really like a dick, dick move. I'll be right like, back, keep talking about how I'm right, Jeremiah. I, I got you, I, like, hold up, like, that changes a lot, like, if the kid didn't yell at him, no, that's, that's. If Actually, I took my that's kids, kind of, if I took my kids that's to kind of assault. Show. Like, oh that's, my god! Like that, Come on! Oh no! Pause! No! 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 no. Oh, oh my god! All right! All right! All right! Somebody Ross. gets the gavel out. It's court. All right, Russ. So you're you're just chilling. I don't know. Yeah. Anywhere. Not bothering anyone, and then all of a sudden, someone just comes up and throws a big gulp of vodka in your face. <laughs> All right, like, hold on, hold on, and, and then I'm gonna go. No, hold on, it don't matter, Russ. No, that's uh, assault. Well, you know, no, Jeremiah, actually, it's actually, well, assault. Then, then Shamu owes me some money because when I was like seven boy, years old, I sat in the front row and, world, and that fat, that fat orca jumped up out of the water, landed, and I got soaked in the front row. And I didn't get to go backstage and meet the penguins. They right, have so. seats there that designate what's a splash zone. You brought that on yourself. I was like four. How was I supposed to be held responsible Your parents for sat you there. Your the blame is on your parents. And there it is. And there it is. This kid, no, that's completely his different. mom, that's they went to the front row. No, no, they also, no, 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 no. They also You're, tell no, you no, before no. the show no, that no, you no, are no, liable no. and to be aware. They tell you to be aware. Now, mostly that's because of the idea that performers could potentially go over the guardrail. They're, you know, you don't want to have your fingers on it and like potentially pinch. But like, and no. if you're the mom, why are you letting this guy take the drink out of your hand? What are you doing? It was so are fucking gonna... quick. Have you seen how ripped he is? First of all, how is she going to stop him? Secondly, 
what what do you mean she was in shock more than all right all right here we out first of all <laughs> experience with shamu is completely different than this kid sitting in a chair not telling mjf you suck or anything and then just getting assaulted by a big gulp of vodka i'm just, of the earth. just saying that is assault of the different. earth he is the assault of the earth at this point, and that needs to be a shirt. Wow. Wow. That's it's good. Just, all but it no, is that's... is it's a hand. It's a hand with a cup and water coming out, and just a behind three-quarter shot of that kid, and it just says assault of the earth. That's all, right, all it is. Somebody get on that. Somebody get on that design like, right like, now. I bet you my man got a unlimited pro wrestling tees gift card. He's probably going to all the Jacksonville Jaguar games. Forever, guaranteed. Like, yeah. he's going to the Sacramento soul. show. He got to go to like, the Sacramento at, at, show this past Wednesday. He apparently they, someone, they gave the family money or something too. So like, yeah, hush owns, money. Yeah, well, that as all worked out. A wrestling company, like you cannot, you cannot. That's assault. That that's yeah. assault. Right. Here, let me let me do this real quick. Let me do this real quick. Uh, I had MJF as my forklift certified. Russ also had MJF. And then both Ethan and Jeremiah picked Danielson. That brings us all to 11 points apiece with the inclusion of Russia's one point deduction. Mm-hmm. So that is where we're going to be at Mania. We can continue this discussion on. I just wanted to get Revolution out of the way. Yeah, no, that's assault. I. If it wasn't assault, why are they at all the things now? Ethan. Why was what if it was Emma? What if it was Emma? When, when, when have you ever been I, given I, money? I, here's the difference. If I took my daughter to a show, I would be like, oh yeah, uh, he fucking doesn't like kids when character or real life doesn't matter. I'm not putting her up that close. Also, I would not spend that much money for my toddler daughter to be there. If it was older, later, she was watching the show, god damn it, she would know he's coming through the crowd and she probably would have handed him the drink. The my funniest... daughter thrives on chaos. The funniest thing was in the aftermath, there were people who were like, would he have thrown that at a white kid? And I was like, hold on a second. We're going with our very, very, very Jewish uh, uh, world champion targeted a black child to make a point. Like, what was what was the, what was the point? We like saying, uh, you know, tell Kyrie I want him to know it was me. Like, is that what this Jesus. was? Like, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, what is it? Like, what a stupid point. These people, like all these, the, the outrage saying that like mjf was racist i'm like this is the dumbest thing ever i didn't agree with that at kid. all he no like he just hates kids. So dumb. Yeah, exactly. i just think he's a dumbass for throwing a drink on a child at a show and it I just wasn't like a how, planned well, spot so what it did is all it right, gave, it gave def- AW right. a lot of good got a lot of good press after it though it gave yeah. him an opportunity to be like okay this is how we're going to take care of fans if this is the case if something offset happens like this and I like the way that Tony handled it in the media scrum. He said our champion wasn't very much acting like a champion. And then he just that's, kept moving. But that's not something you should have a plan for because you're fucking pro. So pro in pro wrestler stands for professional. So you're fucking perfect. Like, bro, like, listen, there, there's like, there's bits where like, if that fan was yelling at you again, the argument of, hey, man, welcome to reality. You're not always like. I'm I'm allowed to react. You know what I mean? Every action has a equal and opposite reaction. But if you're just sitting there, 
minding your goddamn business because you spent money to enjoy a product, no matter how you want to sit there, dog. Some kids like to fucking put their knees in their hoodies and be quiet. And so maybe he's all, I don't know, man. I don't know this kid's life. You know what I mean? But there's in today's day and age, just let someone sit, right? Like, I know I, I bring, a, I bring a child to a show and he gets weapons thrown at him, kicked at him, whatever. Yeah, and he got a it. free and he got a free Jeremiah Goldmain plushie because you know what that could have been? He, that could have been yeah. assault. Yeah. <laughs> that was I wouldn't actually know, a I weapon, wouldn't... though. That wasn't a drink. By the way, by the way, let me I'll, I'll go to bat for MJF one more Vodka time. Vodka burns, and you can like Okay, saying, okay, hold on. Assault. If I if I'm him, if I'm him and I'm just like on a whim, I'm gonna throw a drink at a kid, right? If I look at that, if I look at that cup. I think that's probably water. It's a clear cup. I think it's probably yeah, just well, water. I give you that. I give you that. If MJF had grabbed a beer bottle or a pounder of like Coors Light out of the lady's hand and dumped it on the kid's head, I'd 100% be with you guys. I'd be like, that is totally fucked up. The optics are bad. There's no way to spin it. That's totally unacceptable. But if the thought here was, I'm gra- like, and you know how it is, like, you guys want to say, like, it was a really I quick do. thing. The mom couldn't have reacted. Then, like, all right, I could see the thought that like it was water. I don't, I don't necessarily think that he would have grabbed a mojito that clearly looked like a mojito or a, you know what I mean. So, so, but my so water, I'm with toss you, water, but, whatever. But, but you know, but my that that's not my argument. My argument is is you interact like you. All right, so as a performer, right? Like there, are, so there's a whole front row of motherfuckers. You see them all the time. There's like a. There's like five that are always in the front row of every AEW show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're gladly yelling and giving you reactions already that you can react to. Why are you going to pick someone who's not actively asking to be a part of the show to be a part of the show? That is like, it's one thing. Like if you touch me, I can touch you. That is self-defense. That is a real thing. But again, if I'm doing nothing to you and then you come at me, majority of states are going to call that again assault like you don't have to like legality but like it's a business it's a multi-million dollar business it's a business that should very much be aware of these keywords and phrases that's that's all i'm saying like i mean who am i i'm fucking nobody like i, I run a amazingly hilarious you shit show in a bar you own on like, a wrestling podcast that's i do I, I own an amazing podcast but you know what i mean like i'm just saying it's it that's real like that that is a real eh. if you're okay, if you're gonna be the dude like you can't be the dude costing me money we've got how do you feel about him flipping off kids at at autograph signings that's completely different. That's non-harmful. Okay. That's literally a part of life. Get used to it. Sometimes you see two squirrels fucking in the park, and you can't stop nature. <laughs> but All like, right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. But we're if those two on. squirrels were we, trying to my niece or nephew, I'd kick them across the park. You know what I mean? We have, but, we have all made some points, some very interesting points on this take. <laughs> Boy, this is going in the best of 2023 video for goddamn sure. Anyways, so we all agree that Revolution was a hot pay-per-view. Yeah. One of those pay-per-views, you're like, okay, I'm going to tune in Wednesday to see what happens. It's definitely then, the one that resets your, oh, man, I'm getting sick of this meter. Yeah. yeah, you ended a lot of feuds. You ended 
fucking all seriously a lot of them at this pay-per-view yeah. so we were ready for a fresh start and what did we get ftr came back we're getting a three-way trios match next week we got powerhouse hobbs the international title oh yeah the internet it's now the international title uh effective next week we're very excited. We're very excited about the international title. It's been the All-Atlantic talent. The all yes, has been a great, great, great talent. And, we, and we're going to be working with Shazam. And Shazam's a really good thing. And we love Shazam. Shazam's a great thing. It's part of a Warner Brothers properties and the Warner Brothers Discovery. And we love a Warner Brothers Discovery. We have a great relationship with Warner Discovery. And so we're going to level this up. We're going to level it up. We're going to take the title, the All-Atlantic talent. We're going to level it up next week at, in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, that's in, uh, it's, uh, up, in, up in Canada. There's Manitoba up there. You know who else is in Manitoba? Actually, it was no Calgary, Alberta. It was Chris Benoit, but that doesn't matter. And anyway, so we got the international title. And the international title is great. And we love it, and, and and we love Warner Bros. And so now let's go to Shazam. <laughs> yes, yes, queen. it's funny because I heard Tony Khan, but when I look at the screen, I see a young Tony Shavani looking back at me. That's good. I'm well, I mean, international is way closer to intercontinental. That's that's good marketing right there. Don't yeah. ever let JR call one of these matches because, by God, he's going to start telling you about Shawn Michaels and about Jeff yeah, Jarrett's last That was on purpose. Like, that was on purpose. That's, that's why Jeff Jarrett's winning the belt next week. I agree. That's clickbait, baby. I Jeff agree. Jarrett is going to win the international title next week. Hmm. So now that we're done with the pay-per-view thing, how you how you end this Jericho stuff, right? And like everything can come out great. So Limo you, you obviously with him and everyone in it. <laughs> no, no, there's no, no. The last time, the last time I say Limo Kyrie, exploded. Clint gets ready to quit. Clint just advocates for the last murder of an entire group. <laughs> I'm over no, it. They said it's been a fucking year. The only thing I want to see out of the Jericho Appreciation Society anymore is 2.0. Hold on, Clint. Listen, listen, hear me out. First of all, you can't do exploding. <laughs> you can't you do exploding limos. You, you can never you do an exploding limo. Go ahead, fill them, Lexi. Go ahead, feel them. Go fill ahead. Him. Go ahead, Jeremiah. I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. But no, no, no. You can never do a you can never do an exploding limo thing. Like the last time anybody did that, it ended really bad. Yeah. First one walk killed his family. You know, that's yeah, yeah, where my mind went. Saying, Tony, man, like, yeah, because Tony Khan was here talking about Chris Benoit. That's triggering, man. You can't do that. But what you can do is you can do one of those, what feels like it's about to be a long played out 15-minute Jericho segment, right? Like you do the setup. You do, you do a you do a we almost did it appreciation party or something. I don't know. Insert better creative here. I'm high. I'm not super worried about it. And then in the it's middle of business. it, Jake... Hager destroys him because I need that to end so Hager can get it. Hager's good. I don't know. I like Hager. Him and his hat. Let me get let me get a nice little solo run out of Hager. And then Jericho can come back in six months. Now he's fresh and he's a baby face for the first time. Like a true, a true baby face. Boom. And now we're not sick of Jericho again. We have another heel there. You know what I mean? 2.0 can go rub nipples. Like, can you imagine? I, like, two point, give me 2.0 versus the acclaimed. Like, I want all this nipples and scissoring you can handle. Jeremiah, <laughs> let me cut you off. 
Russ, who was I super hot on last year that you were annoyed with how hot I was on? It was Daniel Garcia. You didn't see it. Yes, you never understood why I was so hot on Daniel Garcia. Yeah, still didn't see it. No. Yeah, I'm not hot on him anymore. I was hotter okay. on him when it was him in 2.0. Does that mean I was right? Is that what? Is that what it? No, what I think is? I think pairing him up with Jericho has been a detriment to his character. So I was right. Yeah, yeah, putting him with Jericho, bad idea. Garcia was never good on the mic. Is no better on the mic now than he was a year ago. Garcia in the ring is milk. Amazing. No. Amazing. He's fine. His matches with Danielson were amazing. His matches with Yuta, his matches with fucking anyone are amazing. Garcia you're, you're and Yuta are a perfect Garcia guys. and Yuta are are a perfect example of what Ring of Honor is for. They should go to Ring of Honor for 2 years and come back when they have mic skills and when they are a more polished product because the positions they're in right now, they look like the lowest part of their respective uh, groups. And they it, are. It's not, and it's not going to get better for them. And it ju- they just don't, it, it doesn't work. It does and not work. Add on, and add on to Russ's point of telling Clint right. you're wrong. When you list, all right, so I hate when you go, all right, give me some examples of why this guy is good. And then you name off like dudes like Garcia, Yuta, uh Daniel Bryan, uh, AJ Styles, a Seth Rollins, a guy who's really good at making anybody they're in the ring with look really good. Like, give me a match where he made somebody else look really good. That's how you can tell somebody's really good. Fuck him. Make, he made fucking Evil Uno look good. No. Evil, Evil Uno is actually really... All right. How dare I don't, you? So I don't. I don't hate on you. How dare you? I love you. How, how dare you? Have you? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen him on the Indies when he was player yes. one? I have how, how many of DVDs up there. I think he's. You. I think Jeremiah's going after me because I said Evoluno is not good. I think he's going after. He me. is good. Evoluno is really good. He's man. He's good, but I thought Evoluno was a better a better wrestler after he wrestled Daniel Garcia. Thank you, LT. <laughs> Thank you. He just likes to stir the pot. Ah, Evil Uno up. shows up on Dynamite and the crowd goes mild. The Dark but Order get, shows up on Dynamite. The crowd goes but mild. That goes, but, to go, but that goes oh, back God. to the push thing. When they were being pushed, the crowd went wild. Like it, it, a year a year of not good pushing makes all the difference. Yeah, but there, there's also a difference though because the Dark Order oh, was horrific, horrific at the start. They had new life when, when Brody Lee came to town. Brody Lee breathed life into the group. But the reason the group was over is because of Brody Lee. And then because of uh, Be the Elite, you got to see some of the personalities, which is why people love Johnny Hungy. I, I love Johnny Hungy. He seems like a hilarious guy. Would love to get a beer with Johnny Hungy. But like, you know, grand scheme of things, Dark Order, not there. Then Brody Lee passes. It's tragic. It's sad. Everybody rallies behind because... Why are you putting your own messages on the screen? Because I wanted to... I yeah. wanted to put it up there for everybody. I what you it. say. I didn't see it. Oh, it's a L- LT owns one percent of on a forklift. It's he's the goderator. He's been our moderator since the beginning. I don't want to fucking but, sit here and hate people, on the Dark Order. But or no, anything. it's oh, it's, it's it's it all comes to a point though. People were like, behind the Dark Order for a while because of Brody Lee passing, but none of those guys were able to kind of break free. And you had the the weird thing with with Hangman that's been kind of also long and drawn out. 
too long, too drawn out. It elevated just Hangman, and the rest of them never really rose to that that moment. And now what you're left with is just kind of like the remnants of this this group that I just, you know, yeah, if you want to make the argument that at points they've been electric or, or the crowds love them, that's fine. But like they don't anymore. And oh, I don't no, I'm not- I don't think this I don't think this new thing that they're doing, by the way, is gonna is gonna do it. I just Evil Uno might have been worth something at some point, but the last couple of weeks, the stuff with Mox, like he he's not at that level. So trying to like oh, push no. him into it, just don't see it. Oh no, I so I agree with you a thousand percent. I'm just literally arguing that Evil Uno is good and okay. like he can actually like work. No, that, Russell just use any opportunity to shit on the dark order. Any yeah, no, anytime like, you like, mention I'm, any I'm of them, you. he dark- will make he will make it his mission to shit all over the dark order. It's been a running theme for the past like, two years. We've been doing this. I just not need, wrong, like, though. Like, like that. That was a thousand percent. Like the best description of their entire arc. Like garbage. Like so. Like I, I, I know, but I've heard it for two years. Preston Vance is better with Roosh than he ever was with Dark Order. He at least has like some upside now. Anyways, I, I, like, Dynamite did not capitalize on a phenomenal pay per view. And it's going to continue to happen like that to where it hurts him. Why is the world champion only doing a video promo? Why are we hearing just Daniel saying, saying I'm going home? Like, what? My, why is Moxley on TV? Oh. Give that man a vacation. He just well, got hung. The, did you see the picture well, of MJF? Yes. That he put out at 4 o'clock? No. Oh. Go pull up the picture of MJF from 4 o'clock. The reason he wasn't on TV... The, I think this is this is me just supposing here. His hematoma, that giant uh, noogie on his yep. head that he was joking about being the horn, that blood has now traveled to his eye, so his entire eye is swollen up. That makes more like, sense. Yeah, like he he that he got roughed up. He got roughed up. His promo that they did there, that backstage promo, was great. The the Danielson one is fantastic. I love the Danielson one. The I Danielson thought that one is, fit the character so well perfect Incredible. i don't know i like i feel like they could have done a lot more on this show to capitalize off what was one of aew's best pay-per-views like from a wrestling standpoint like you took what a would pay-per-view. you what would you have done differently like give give like one thing that that you're like because you have to there has to be something that you're like i wish they would have done x like what what is x which which storyline which need to guy see, would you have I, had on the show like what what would you have have booked differently for russ this time russ here? russ I wouldn't have put Hangman and Moxley in the same ring together. That's for goddamn sure. I would have had Jungle Boy on this show somewhere. I wouldn't have had Ricky Starks get his ass beat by Juice Robinson. You know, a guy who is known for dark, who doesn't have a win on AEW television. This is a point I wanted to bring up, though. I think this is moving. I think Ricky's going to be in the G1 this year. Ooh, that's hot. And I think that's a good place for him. The FTR promo was the only thing on this show that had a place. Now that I know everything with MJF, I fine. MJF wasn't on the show. But everything else, like even the TNT title match, to get to my point that I made earlier in the show, I think Wardlow just wanted to be off TV again after his car got jacked. Because we don't fucking know him as a person, really. He could be fucking mortified from this. That his car got fucking broken into. His shit got stolen. That is scary. Yeah, so maybe Wardlow wasn't going to drop the title. Maybe he was going to drop the title, but maybe Wardlow just didn't want to be on TV right now with everything going on. 
The the only counterpoint to that is uh, it's a little bit different because it was the week before he was on Busted Open before the pay-per-view and talked about the importance of getting himself back to being as over as he was before. And like, yeah, it, it uh, I, I would assume that it, it sucks and it's traumatic to get robbed or have your car robbed. But at the same time, like if, if your mindset has been to try to rebuild yourself, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like this was always set up for Hobbs who was going to win it. So let's go back. So let's go back to 2020 when it was Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville had everything happen and they changed the complete thing at SummerSlam to where it was going to be hair versus hair to where WWE was like, you probably don't want to cut your hair because you're going to have to go into trial for this shit. And she just said, like, fine, just write me off television. So this could have been another way for them to write Wardlow off TV for a couple weeks while he takes care of this. Because that shit can be traumatic. Like, little known fact yep. about me, like, it's not the same thing. I was held at gunpoint at fucking GameStop when I was working there. Completely... And a little known fact about GameStop, they didn't shut the fucking store down after it happened. We stayed open. Oh, wow. And shit like that. Like, it took me a couple weeks. A little while. Even when I almost got fucking robbed the other month, like, back in November. When someone tried jumping into my car when I was lifting. Like, I, I stopped lifting. I stopped driving and shit like that. I went immediately just to, like, I'm going to find another job and just, I'm done with this shit. I don't let anyone in my car anymore. Like, unless I... Yeah, first, even me, like, this motherfucker, he locked the doors when he just drove away. I came out, I was going to yeah. see him off. Yeah, I don't, were, I, I don't just, like I, that this is like an actual traumatic removed. thing, because I, I had a really funny joke to make, but now I can't, because it's actual trauma. Yeah, so this is real. But, like, but like, I, 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 like, that's why I'm going to this whole thing of, like, the ending I'm giving a pass to for Dynamite, because it could have just been Wardlow wanted to be written off TV. Is there any chance that he was being punished for losing the belt? Not a chance. You don't think so? No, I, not a chance. His car got broken into. What is he going to do about that? I Why is this wrong? What if he was injured in the Joe match? That could be another Then he thing shouldn't too. have done a swanton off the top rope through a table at the ramp. That. I think he came in to like just do his job, and he's going to be back in about a month. I don't hate that. That's that's what I think happened. I He's can't confirm, to go, but as a person who's been while. robbed before and shit, I can kind of make some guesses on what happens. Yeah. Not to be Hobbs serious be and bring there. the mood down. Well, you did. Oh, you're good. Hobbs, Hobbs is going to be an interesting one to watch because it feels like his entire build back up was trying to be... <laughs> I'm with him. Make the joke, <laughs> pussy. No. <laughs> make the joke. Be. Maybe. I just want to know, did the guy get the extra quarter that you wouldn't give him for his uh, original Xbox game he was trying to trade in at the time? Or You know what, let me ask. LT, is it okay if I talk about GameStop now that neither of us are there that company? Is no, it's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Um, no, because no, it, it, it was straight up. The guy got caught like three minutes later because I'll tell you off cam. I okay. don't know if I'm legal. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah don't it. don't put yourself in peril and yeah. get Jeremiah sued since he owns the show. Yeah, please yeah. do not. And but, um, he's one percent owner. Like, don't do that. Hobbs Hobbs is going to be interesting. Like it'll <laughs> it'll be interesting to see like what they end up doing with him. Now, what I'm not excited you, for is them pairing him up with QT Marshall. I'm not fucking excited about that. I don't know. It could they could do something. They they could do something together that that's okay. The big thing is that QT can't be tied at the hip to him 
if QT's there strategically, like I don't know what this QTV thing is, right? Like they they did the promo for it on Rampage, I think, like a week ago or two weeks ago, and like yeah. that's clearly a QT thing. If if they're going to lean into that and like QT was it was a one off, and like now he's just going to kind of be on the periphery to help Hobbs if Hobbs needs it, versus like be tied at the hip to him, like um, uh, um, um like Stokely is with some of his guys, then I think it's totally fine. If next week Hobbs comes out and like QT is trying to be Hobbs's mouthpiece, I don't want that. Hobbs did all these like Book of Hobbs promos where he's talking about the struggle of like growing up and like getting out of a bad situation and all that. And like it was weird because in one in on one hand he wanted to act like a, a heel, but the story was like more of a babyface kind of like you know I, I I rose out of this thing. He wins it in front of the home crowd. Like I think the crowd actually kind of popped for Hobbs like he was a, a babyface because he won the title in front of the home crowd. You know, the people weren't behind Wardlow the way that I think the company kind of expected them to be. It, it was I don't know, I don't know. But they had a good match. I thought the match was actually okay for being a, you know, no rules nonsense kind of thing. Nah. But was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about tonight? Yeah. Well, I got to talk about something. What? Uh, Maya. Yeah. Let's talk about this. This this got updated. It did. So, that, uh, like, that is not what I agreed to. I want to point out. You guys were there. I agreed to me versus Briar, and then Briar one upped that and said he would put one arm behind his back. And now instead of that, he, he gave himself three himself, extra arms. Yeah, he gave himself three extra arms. And uh, uh, fun fact: now I have to. All right, so you all love me. Like, I mean, the audience loves me. Majority of like fans love me i'm very lovable right like yeah i do some bad things but like in a cute cheeky way that you're like oh you know at the end and like oh, what, what a, a scam i'm like a yeah, sour a, patch kid. right like i'm a sour patch kid first we're sour and then we're sweet and then you know like you love me and then give me lots of money diabetes and brandy, right yeah. but like Ooh, speaking of diabetes wrestlers don't like i don't know like it, I don't have a lot of friends in the wrestling. They have business associates, but like not at Horror Slam. So like that's a so Briar just kind of like tied an arm behind my back, and that's some shit. But like that's Briar shit. Like you expect that. You expect that from the owner of Horror Slam. Exactly. What's the, what's the date of that show? April seventh, which you can watch it live on our YouTube page. You I actually. I actually have a little bit of insight into who uh, Jeremiah's uh, partner is going to be, if I if I may, for a second here. I'm down. Um, Clint, Clint, go ahead and ask me who his partner is going to be. Russ, I've got a question for you. Yeah. You like you don't really know the Michigan indie scene all that well. Mm-hmm. Like the most you know about it is from us. Mm-hmm. Who do you think Jeremiah's partner is going to be on April seventh? At death of the Easter Bunny. Well, that's a really great question. It's a really great question. It's a question that everyone's really excited about. And we have a really exciting announcement coming. The announcement's going to be coming in about a month. And when it, when it comes, it's going to be a great time. Because one thing you have to understand about Michigan is uh, it has like a glove and a glove. And glove, gloves are good. And, and mittens are also good. And we love mittens. We love gloves. But uh, uh, it's a great question. It's a great question. I wish you could answer it. I would answer it. But uh, uh, you're going to have to come back. You're going to have to come back to On a Forklift in a couple of weeks. On a Forklift in a couple of weeks. Uh, we, we can give you more information, but not yet. Not yet. It's not Mercedes Monet. Maybe it is. Two weeks. Two weeks. If, if it's Mercedes gonna, Monet, I'm gonna fucking nut. And we're gonna I, have. I won't lie. Season. I won't lie. We'll have to cut the feed because the whole audience is just gonna be covered. 
It's going to look like the Randy Marsh ectoplasm scene. I'm not confirming it's Monet, but we would have matching hair if it was. Mm -hmm. That's would you would you dye your hair if you got the team with uh, Monet? Bro, like I saw her hair from like the New Japan debut, and I was like, all right, so that, but definitely more Lisa Frank instead of orange and blue. And I, I like very much will probably have that hairstyle at some point this year because like just because my gender is different, it makes that look completely different. Now I and actually that's how have, wrestling works. I actually have a question for you, Jeremiah, from my girlfriend. Okay. She was just like Jeremiah strikes me as the type of dude who could make this happen. When are we going to get an all drag wrestling show? Man, so this is a thing that I've actually been trying to work on for like a year and a half now because mm-hmm. wrestling makes all right money, drag makes stupid money, right? Like stupid right, fucking listen, money. Right. Like your your boy has dabbled in the drag. Like I have a I have a I'll, I'll send you some pictures. Like what I'm was not your drag name. Uh, my drag name is Miss Victoria Din, and then I go, but you can call me Vicky, and then whoever's holding a microphone for me goes, Vicky Din, and then, like, I grab you in, like, a seductive way with my leg around you, and I go, oh, my God, you have one? (laughs) (laughs) Because all drag names have to be really, like, they're either got to be a drug pun or they got to be, like, straight to the point. Like, the greatest drag name of all time is Bob the Drag Queen, who's also <laughs> one of the greatest drag queens of all times. But that's, I mean, we can, we, bro, I got, like, the, the where is it? Like, my drag pops. Like, nah, bro, I love that shit. Like, so, uh, Missy gave I me my drag very name good in heels. Because she told me, I was like, maybe I'll dress up for drag and do commentary for a show one night. And she was like, what would your drag name be? So she pondered about it all day, and the one she came up with is perfect. It's Anita Joint. That's really that's good. good. I that's, like that. That's a good one. That's a good See, one. drug reference. Yeah. I'm just not committed to shaving my beard, so I'm going to be a bearded lady. I glitter I glitter stashed. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, this is my money in no matter what I do. So, like, yeah, no, I, I glittered the fuck. Bro, oh, fuck I, wrestled, I wrestled in heels. Like, go-go You're so boot, hot. Like, like for realsies, so hot. Oh my god, Jeremiah! I can't wait to make this a reality with you. This is this is my dream now. Is that you, you is, and I somehow is, make it happen? This would, gonna, a, it would it would be the greatest payday of a lot of the wrestlers we get lives. We only need all right. So like, fuck it, we're live. You only need four matches, right? Because then mm-hmm. the rest is entertainment bits. If you've ever been to a drag show, you have a little bit of comedy. You have like uh, some sketches. Everything's drag. You have a like a mean Jean Okerlund, but it's a lady doing drag. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's so easy. Everybody gets like a hundred bucks except for us because like planning it is way harder than just performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, no man, everybody makes a giant payday, and then we do the next one. It's we're really gonna, simple. We're not gonna have a draft this week, but I got a draft idea for next week. Ha ha ha. Fucking LT. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. We have a mystery box. Yeah. yeah I know what's in the box. Today. Like, I don't we know. We have no exactly idea what's what in it, but Jeremiah wants to open it live. I do. It could be a bomb or it could be a flex. That could be or both, flex. technically. The FBI, the FBI I would flex if I had one. 
That's that's a nice tape pull. ASMR action. On Anybody ours. ever tell you that you'd be really good at waxing? It's a shoe box. A box inside of a box. It's so Air it's Jordans shoes. from the Young Bucks. It's a shoe Nike. box, right? It's Nike. I don't know if you can see that on the I camera. I saw the Supreme on there on the side. Or yeah! That- yeah, it is. It's, it's Supreme Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> Come here for your ASMR. Oh, those look fucking clean. I got my dad Force Ones in the other room. Shut up. Yeah. New Balance 458s, baby. (laughs) What? You You gotta love unboxing hot drop shoes. It's awesome. I don't know, man. Up until last year, I bought the same pair of Vans for 11 years in a row. Always did the checkered vans. Yeah, yeah he would go to the store, put his vans in a box, walk to the counter, buy them again, walk out with them, never yep. actually get new shoes. I just wanted to give vans easy. 50 more dollars for every year that I had them. Yep, I know LT's a DC man. Hey, LT, go to DC right now. They have a bunch of their clearances 50% off. DC, also makes, DC makes my favorite house shoe. It's like, a, I don't know what the hell the style is. They're like a slipper, but like you They're can wear them outside. Like I only wear them as house shoes. I don't I've like heard. DC because James Gunn killed the Snyderverse. <laughs> Suicide Squad is the best comic book movie ever made. And I'm talking about the James Gunn one. I love that Suicide movie. Suicide Squad. I'd still say Watchmen, but... It's insensitive to say that. You know, the Suicide Squad, they weren't very bad heels. You never saw them throw a tequila drink on a child. That's assault, don't you know? Damn it. I was going to say that. That's assault of the earth is what that is. I hate all of us. I don't know why anyone listens to us. Man. Listen, if all the people get off the stream, I guess that makes the four (laughs) people here the last of us. Huh? Huh? The last of us. You get it? I can't. I, I, I can't make fun of the last of us. It's the best TV show I've seen in a long time. I... I wish I could watch an episode without crying. Oh. Well, once I'm done here, I'm going to go downstairs and watch an episode of The Mandalorian. So, Oh, yeah, that started again, didn't it? Yep. That oh, Bro, shit. that last episode of The Last of Us was god damn. Rough as fuck. God damn. <laughs> like, I've only seen two episodes, and they're... Like I was like, wow! Both of these could win awards. It was the stay, the, stay tuned for mine and Jeremiah's full nine-hour-long podcast breakdown of the Last of Us oh TV man. show. Like, listen, I've only like I said, I've only seen two episodes, but both of these could win awards. Like, I'm not uh, the spoil- episode semi spoilers. The uh, the gay episode. All right, hon. The gay okay. episode and the the last episode that just aired. Like Jesus. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, man, wow. Yeah. Make Television sure you tune writing. into episodes and so that way you can get all your last of us. Rush, you're good. You're good. You're, yeah, you're good. You're good. Russ. You're good. Russ. You're good. 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 Okay, you're we're good. done talking you're about good. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Fuck. I fucking love that show. Uh I also gotta catch up on Picard because that started and I forgot. South Park started too. 
I forgot about that shit. Although I've had the itch to play the fractured butthole again. Dog, they're four episodes in, and like all four of the South Park episodes have been bangers. Nah. God damn it. Just more TV for me to watch. Nah. Exhausting. And I still got to finish Wulong right before I'm... Resident Evil 4 comes out. You know what? How, how has nobody done a, a dubbing of the, the drinking thrown on that kid? I don't With, know. But uh... hey, oh my hey, God. They killed Kenny. Hey, you bastards. Hey, Russ, to rip a Band-Aid off that I ripped off last year. Remember when we talked about WWE 2K22 and how I bought the Deluxe Edition mm-hmm. to get it three days? Or... And I called you a stupid idiot. I did it again. I was just watching Clarkson's Farm. Oh, so good. Season two. Season two. So good. Clarkson's Farm is such a good show. A wholesome show. Yes. So, Clint, you bought the Deluxe Edition again. That's yes. a bold move, considering that last year's game wasn't very good. I want a refund. It was very game. good. No. It was so I'll, I'll good. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The one thing I'm looking forward to in, uh, had GM a, mode in, light. in, in hey. AEW, AEW Take Forever is that I just look forward to a game being easy to play. 2K22 uh, was just... Russ, shut up. Big shout out to Two Dudes with Attitudes Pod for following us. Russ, continue. Nope, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm done. You hurt me. I gotta cut you off sometimes. We have people that fucking follow us and pay to watch us that we gotta shout out. Yeah, no, but it had GM mode light. Like, it wasn't... So here's the issue. If it was a good GM mode, you wouldn't go look for a PS2 to get the good GM mode. We have right. f- we have five new general managers added to this game that you can play as. More match types including NXT is now a brand and WCW is now a brand in this game that you get to run GM mode for. To, to just rip that. So you can have war games in WCW. I'm, I'm just going to let you know that uh, NXT was a part of GM mode last year. NXT 2.0. Oh, oh, OG NXT? NXT, no, NXT. Black and gold? You have, you have, yeah, you have 2.0 and regular. <sighs> 2.0 superior. Fuck yes. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah. hey J fam what up buddy fuck do we need to start going live at 10 J fam that's exactly right it, t- it takes too long to try to get the hang of it it's it's too much it didn't take me long because I've been playing them forever I even played 2k20 in fact I still have Uh-oh. My... Here, Uh-oh. We go. here we go uh oh uh oh he's gonna show this you is legitimately history. turning into like when Trevor used to like go grab the Funko Pops or whatever off the wall like, I, I bought this shit I bought the fucking 2K22 collector's edition. Why? Why? Oh, the 2K20. Because I didn't know it was going to be bad. But also, it came with a whole bunch of SmackDown memorabilia. And so, uh, Are you kept in the box? Yeah, I keep everything in the box. Oh, man. I Take the stuff lost. out of the box and live a little. I would have lost all that stuff by now. Uh, it came with a piece of the ring from when Brock Lesnar slammed the big show. That's why would you hang cool. that up? Like, why? Why is that in the? Like, yeah, why is that not? Because I I have an apartment and like I hang some things up, but I don't hang everything up. Get one of the get one of these. All right, you get you get one of these guys. All right, I have these because I'm gonna be hanging some stuff in my office here. But like, get one of these guys. You pop it on, and then it's a little pulled down. You don't you don't like piss off the landlord or whatever. Like, what are you well, doing? To, to be fair, Reed, it back uh, in a, in a the two K twenty two one didn't come with one either. It just had the normal editions. Uh, I think they're doing away with those. And then the other thing was an autograph from Edge when he cashed in money in the bank on. That should be on the wall, too. What are you doing? Did he well, sign was... that? Like, 
the day he cashed it in? That would be no. This is when he cashed in it in 2007. So I think that was the Undertaker. Who was the guy that you said was featured on that one? Who was that? This, this is tentatively. Edge. This is my. This oh, is oh, the the guy that Christian gem. carried. The guy that Christian carried in that tag team. Okay. Yeah, Gigi Jacobs. There's my boy. Uh, the the signed Gigi. That's the big. That's my big. No, but I gotta buy. I'm gonna background. get another cabinet to put there, and then I'm gonna oh. start putting more of this shit on display. Gigi uh, making some waves there, fighting in a death match on Friday night in Sterling Heights, and then uh, making a statement as well uh, to Jeremiah and for us wrestling with a tweet. Wait, he made a statement oh. at me? Uh, not not at you, but in oh, regards I was like, to I was like, man, I got too many issues going on in my own car. Like, I don't like. I love Gigi. I don't need. I like. I don't want that smoke. No, right? no, no. I don't believe that that was it at all. Um, going back oh, okay. and finding the exact tweet. Good. Um, it is. I, I returned to FU Wrestling on March 31st, and I'm a planning on leaving everyone saying, oh shit, by the time the end night ends. Ooh. I love Gigi. I can't Ooh. wait. But also, I'm super stoked because I might be going to this tomorrow. However, with the weather we're going to have again, probably not. But I was going to go watch Mark Ross in that fucking got that dog in a match. Dog, you should go because I'm going to yeah. be there. It, it all depends yeah, on the roads, man. I'm and then very I can much give you some flyers. Try to be there. Cause I got flyers for the the fort, bro. I went and flyered the fuck out of Garden City today. Look, one of Ethan, us, one of us will be there. If you're going, I'll drive over to your house after work. If you're okay. driving to the show, yeah, I should be. I'm gonna try. I definitely want to go down there because I want to catch that match. And then uh, let's po let's pop them for a minute. We can pop Metro Pro. Yeah, so, absolutely. Pop as I. Russ. I love that you're here. I know we. I know we're in a feud, somewhat. But are we? Okay, so, so. Um, it's only well, it's it's only a feud. <laughs> that's like that's like we're in a few, are we? Like it's only a feud if, if both people win. It's only a rivalry if both people are capable of winning. And like we know, I keep beating you. That's not Damn. true. Hey, uh, true. I'm sorry. Uh... Oh, he's gonna pull out the the fake belt. That's the, uh, fake. the real belt. The real belt that I no, took that's off the fake of you. Belt. No, that's fake news. You went no, out and a... bought an imitation belt, and it's sad. You know, it's it's uh, sad. No, because right now I'm the quiz champion. Are you though? Yeah. Are you though? I don't know. Yeah. About that. When it's are up we on our YouTube that... page? When are we doing that cartoon quiz? Or did I miss it? I'm still getting try. I'm trying to get find a way that me and Jord can both make it work. But the only day he can do it is on Saturdays, and I work open to close on Saturdays uh, now. I was like, so man, stream it from it? stream it from work. What are you doing? I, I'm a runner, so I run Where's shit out to people's cars. Do it on your phone. Get a GoPro. It's it's 2023, Clint. All get right, a GoPro. You know. Russ, I work in a dispensary. I can't live stream from a dispensary. Then you sure sure aren't running, are you? That's true. All right, <laughs> All right, However, so I'm going to run down. I'm ready the to defend this one against you at any time, buddy. Anytime. <laughs> Easy. He's not dead. I talked to him four days ago. Three times last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right, to run down the Metro Pro card, uh, this is in no particular order. And as always, card is subject to change, including one of these that I know changed. So I have the update for it, even though the graphic's not there. I'm not going to put these on the screen. Um, so. We have Road to Redemption is the name of the event. Fatal four-way match for the GPW Heavyweight Championship. Percy Drews, Jesse V, Marcus Porter, and Ace Evans. This is a huge opportunity for Black Platinum Marcus Porter to make a statement 
in Metro Pro Wrestling and for Grizzly Pro Wrestling as well. There it is. Look mm-hmm. at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, Marcus Hands. Uh, Ray Larson will be in the house. We have the MPW Tag Team Championship, Top Gun and Tanner Nix versus the Saint Brothers. There is another tag team, uh, or another tag team match here. It is Alex Van Zant and Mark Wheeler versus Gunner Brave and Adam fucking Wick. We have a pre-show match with uh, Aver- with Sam Aljahami and Avery Hughes versus Brother <laughs> Ultra and Brother Dante. They are known as the Buckeye Brutes. Fuck Ohio. Fudge them. Fudge uh, them. They suck. They- this is one that is uh you can watch them lose at metro and then you can watch them lose three fridays from tomorrow when me and sin beat them at fu i'm gonna you know i normally i want to bet against you but in this case i i dislike ohio so much that i'm rooting for you ohio sucks so next on the card we have a trios match it's xander bennett gazelle and Aaron Ashura versus James Fury, Soul Taker, and Nikki Ratu. That's I, I I like like I like when the weird goth kids and like three of your classes all find each other and become good friends. Oh yeah, no, it's the lineup on this kind of looks like the, it's the dudes dancing under the bridge. That's all it is. Oh, a thousand percent, man. They got their Thomas the the Thomas the Dank engine playing, and they're just come on, yeah, yeah. come on. Exactly. We have loser leaves MPW, the PWL television championship match versus LJ Lawrence of Cobra Kai and Father Marquise, your M your PWL champion. That's a big match. I like that Father Marquise kid, man. That that just Russ, you would be very into this. His entrance is the, it's the congregation. They bring out a collection plate. The music is bopping. It's a very, it's a, it's a modern day James Brown kind of vibe. But then the kid's really good. Also. It's father Marquise, father Marquise. He's, he's actually like YouTube. He's really good. We have, I'm a big, I'm a big LJ Lawrence fan. Are you? Yeah. Are you, are you, do you for realsies? What do you mean for why would I lie? I, I don't know. It's just kind of hurtful. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out here like trying to, you know. I, I, I think, I think, I think, yeah. out of all the karate-based wrestlers in wrestling right now, I would say the Great Tiger is better than L.J. Lawrence. Yeah, but you, you, know, you got to You got to remember though, L.J. Lawrence showed up uh, at TKW in 20, uh, 2021. Had a banger match. Absolute banger match. So you can finish up the card. I can't deal with Russ with this. We've got uh, a the, few more minutes left in our show. Finish the aforementioned, he got that dog in him match, which is not only a dog collar match, but is a muzzle on a pole match as well. This is going to be, this is one of the most inventive matches I've seen in recent years. I'm very excited for this. And there's not two better guys that are going to put this match on. There is some there's some harsh words going back and forth about this. It's between Dread King Logan and Mark Ross. Don't miss that match if you have the opportunity to see it. Then we have the MPW Heritage Championship. It is Impact's own Jack Price versus Forever Young, who you can also see in three weekends at FU Wrestling. Then another FU Wrestling mainstay, Heather Blue takes on Taylor Rising and Kenji Kenzie James in a triple threat match. 
Continuing on, we have the MPW Metropolitan Championship match between Gavin Quinn and the current champion, also an impact player, Jason Hodge. Gavin Quinn's solid. That could be an upset. Gavin Quinn's really good. That could be an, very, <laughs> could be an upset. Very girthy. Very and girthy. That could be could be an upset. Your Metro Pro match. That's going to be from uh, 81 Chestnut Downriver Arts Performance Center in Wyandotte, Michigan, tomorrow night. March 10th. A lot of people don't give Gavin Quinn the, uh, the respect he deserves. Like, don't forget this guy's been known as the. Can't Damn. deal with him sometimes. He, the GQS. Why, why am I being silenced? Because I was just pointing yeah, out why, that he's been known in the past as the GQ assassin. Like what the hell? What the hell? The guy's got maybe the best super kick in the game. Don't forget. He's got the RJC. Like, come on, come on. Gavin Quinn. He maybe pulls it off. I don't know. How's his Twitter? How's his uh fucking Twitter page looking? I have no idea. Why? <laughs> and one final, have... one final real wrestling note: uh, Kofi Kingston's <laughs> out of action, so Xavier Woods is replacing Kofi Kingston in the Fatal Five Way uh, for the, uh, I believe that's for the number one contender for Intercontinental Title. Yeah. So yeah, Woods is in that. So good for him, but. Drew and Sheamus and Cross and LA Knight are all in it too. So, hey, Ethan, stop clapping that thing. I want LA Knight to. <laughs> it's yeah. so loud. Yeah. It's so loud in the mic. Yeah. 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 Has, has anybody had a more disappointing return to WWE than Karrion Cross? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. There's only yeah. one. I was on a show last night. Uh, Our friends over at the Geeks and Noobs talked a lot about that. If you want to hear them talk about it, feel free to go back and watch their show as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're over an hour and a half now. We're going to sign off for the night. I've got to work at 7 in the morning. Why does Clint always do this? He always cuts off. I have a a, a weird question. I like to keep the show at 90 minutes. I have a weird. I tell question, you guys though. this all the time. We, I know, but we we do this every Thursday at nine before the Steve Harvey show. You know, Malisha. I know we keep overrunning, and the network's really getting on my ass about it. But like, we had a really I know good you're lead in tonight from from uh from the Wayne's brothers. So, like, I, like I'm just curious on why you haven't been like, man, can I get the night sh- or like the the a later shift on Fridays? Because I have this reoccurring thing I do on Thursdays. I take Thursdays time. off. I can't take Fridays off. Friday nights are the busiest time. And I like my morning shifts. So I can be off at 2.30 to do all the things that I can do throughout the day. I have a debilitating coke habit and I have to do this show on Thursday nights. Please let me do it. No, I'm serious. serious. I still have a debilitating coke habit. I was... It's, it's just that. I got I to gotta work in the morning. That's just it. Okay, that's valid. And then I work that's open valid. to close on Saturdays, so I like to get my rest in Friday nights. Plus, if I plus if I work tomorrow night, I wouldn't be able to go to the Mark Ross match. Dog, and if that's I work Friday be really night, good, man. Like, I work Friday God. nights. I can't go to Fu Wrestling. Well, no, you would take that off. Yeah, but I want to see Mark Ross. Too, <laughs> like, so I, gotta, I don't understand. I work, fr- I work Friday mornings, so I can go to the wrestling shows on Friday nights. Maya's Maya's calling it, calling to Joyology. He's like, "Yeah, I need to place an order." Also, uh, Clinton's sick. <laughs> this is this is me calling off for him. He's suffering as from he walks in the door. As, as he you walks, or loved, in. as you or a loved one suffered from mesothelioma. 
mesothemioma. Sure. <laughs> Fuck this shit. We're out. Oh, God. Okay, anyway, let's run this. through all of the shit. Next to me, that's I, Clinton Davis. I'm the penis king. Uh, you can find him at PK Batman on Twitter. I'm Ethan. Yes. You can find me at Jensen Collins 3. Um, uh, Russ down here, I don't know if you want us to pop you at Joy on Broad or it's just wrestling. That's fine. You could do that, though. There's. We'll there's add it stuff. onto the banner. There's some there's some stuff on the horizon, gents. Some stuff on the horizon. I'm surprised you didn't green screen your new logo in behind you. No, I thought, no. I mean, what kind of a vain asshole would have possibly ever... <laughs> we don't promote other podcasts on here. Fuck you, we're the only one. <laughs> and of course, in the bottom... Right is Jeremiah Goldmane, the boss, the 24 karat lion, the owner of On a Forklift, and the owner of For Us Wrestling. Facts. Jeremiah Goldmane. He's Jeremiah Goldmane. Did you know that his name is Jeremiah Goldmane? It is that. That is my name. Oh, I was supposed to say it there. I, I thought they'd know at this point. Like, if you're tuning in now, you, you like, no offense, you missed the entire point of the show, which is the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... You can find us on Twitter at On a Forklift Pod. <laughs> on a forklift wrestling podcast on youtube and spotify on a forklift wrestling pod on twitch thursday nights at 9 p.m on upn let's scissor boys nope 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 that's not what this is oh, oh. forklift me daddy oh forklift me. <laughs> I can see my fantasy.